The following is a Kingfisher Media production. Hey guys, you're listening to the In the Blood podcast. I am your host, AC Bergen Fisher, and thank you so much for listening, whether you are a new or returning listener. I'd like to invite you to find a quiet place where you consider what's being shared with an open mind and a receptive heart. Before we begin, though, the following disclaimer. I am not a therapist, and nothing presented here should be considered as therapy. If you feel that therapy would be beneficial, please seek out a licensed therapist who you trust. It seems like whenever I've told someone close to me that I can't handle what they bring to the table anymore, they respond with, but I love you. As you can probably imagine, I have trouble understanding why that seems relevant to them in the moment. I can't see how this is supposed to excuse their terrible behavior. And honestly, I'm not even sure if they know what they're saying. What is love? The band Hathaway asked this question in 1993. I'm not sure how well they answered it, but I mentioned it in the hopes that you would get the song stuck in your head now too. (laughs) When I looked it up in the dictionaries, I found a couple of different definitions. Oxford defined love as an intense feeling of deep affection. Merriam-Webster called it a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. I define it a little differently. My definition is Deep affection coupled with compassion, care, self-sacrifice, and concern for the well-being of another person. In my experience, most people are focused on the affection they feel when they tell another person, I love you. Now, while I am not in a position to judge the sincerity of that, I can't help but question the value of it. As someone who is guilty of expressing love when I haven't considered anything beyond the affection piece, my intent is definitely not to talk down to anyone. We've all said I love you a little too soon at some point, I'm sure. The upside to this shallow, if really nice, emotional state is that it's actually pretty easy. On this level, we can love for no reason just as easily as we can hate for no reason. On this level, a simple attitude adjustment can dramatically change the way we interact with the other people in the world we live in. One of the major downsides of loving based on feelings of affection is that this kind of love is fragile near impossible to maintain, and I would argue extremely selfish. Maybe it's just my Buddhist philosophical leanings talking, but I struggle to see the value in anything that is that selfish. Meanwhile, 
my logical brain tells me that something this fragile and unsustainable probably isn't worth an investment of time. Now, obviously, affection in and of itself is not a problem. Just as obviously, at least to me, there has to be something added to the affection to make it substantial. And I feel like this is where the Merriam-Webster definition starts moving in the right direction. Putting roots to the affection by explaining that it's a product of kinship or personal ties is actually a beautiful thing. It does a great job of taking away some of the selfish nature of the experience while also making it more stable and easy to maintain. But it still doesn't feel like enough to qualify as love, though. Certainly, there's something special about sharing history, stories, or characteristics with others. But if this is love, it still seems excessively selfish to me because it looks an awful lot like we're just being drawn to reflections of ourselves. Now, when we build on our affection by adding compassion, we start moving towards something less selfish and I would argue better. Compassion is when we empathize with someone who is suffering and we feel compelled to improve their situation. And I think it should be obvious how much more substantial that is when compared to just feeling the warm and fuzzies over someone. You know what I mean? I would define care as the provision of what's necessary for the health, the welfare, maintenance, or protection of someone. Without actually caring, how can we pretend to love? And I'm not talking about the feeling of caring. I'm talking about the action. Now, some of you might argue that this is not a requirement of loving. And if you do, honestly, I would love to hear your explanation. Self-sacrifice is the giving up of one's own wishes in order to help someone else or advance their causes. This is another action component. And I really think that loving requires action, action and commitment. If I truly care about someone, especially if I'm going to go so far as to say that I love them, there will be times when I'm going to feel naturally drawn toward helping them realize their dreams, even at the expense of my own self-sacrifice. I don't know about anyone else, but I don't feel the love from someone just because they say they feel it for me. I feel the love from them when they show me, right? I feel it when I can see that the payoff for them isn't personal and it's not easy. And likewise, I don't expect them to take my word for it when I say that I love them. 
demonstrations carry much more weight than words, no matter how lovely or sincere those words might be. Well-being is one of those terms that gets thrown around a lot, but it isn't always clear what it is supposed to mean. I used to feel like the meaning changed with the context, but these days I roll with a more simple and I think universally applicable definition. I see it as being comfortable and or healthy and or happy. So how in the name of whichever God you believe in, can they claim to love somebody without being invested in their well-being? I just, I, I can't see how that would even be possible. Now, taking a couple steps back, you remember when I said that I define love as deep affection coupled with compassion, care, self-sacrifice, and concern for well-being? Do you see now why maybe I didn't much care for the dictionary definitions? Okay, so why are we having this conversation? Why does any of this matter anyway? I think it matters because all of us have people in our lives who we say we love. And I wanted to take some time to point out how that might not be entirely true. Now, I'm not suggesting that you are being dishonest or insincere. I'm saying that when we bank too heavily on feeling love, we miss out on actually experiencing or truly expressing it. Not only that, but... I think we set ourselves and our relationships up for conflict, disappointment, and even failure because the moment we stop feeling love, we put ourselves at risk of thinking that it's gone. Keep in mind that obviously we're not guaranteed or even obligated to experience all of the components of love in every moment of every day. Admittedly, there are days where I can promise you that I feel zero affection for certain people who I love. But even on those days, I'm committed to being compassionate and or caring and or concerned for their well-being. I might even feel motivated towards self-sacrifice. Other days, I might feel a ton of affection but still be invested in my own well-being to the point where I can't prioritize their needs. Loving myself isn't something that should get lost in the equation. Now, I can keep going with this, but I hope I've given you enough to understand what I'm saying, where I'm coming from. Ultimately, there's nothing wrong with feeling love. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Just remember that there is more to it than what you take away from it. What you put into it, I think, is the true measure of what it actually means to you. If you've got thoughts on this or anything else I've spoken about, 
feel free to send me an email. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, my friends, much love.